Welcome to the ECG Podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week's episode for November 6, 2020, we are talking all about the new consoles, baby. It is the Christmas Eve, uh, at least metaphorically, for the new consoles. So we're going to talk about our plans for console launch week, uh, do an Xbox Series X review roundup. And uh, maybe do a little bit of off-topic chat about some shows we've been watching, including The Mandalorian. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman. I'm joined tonight by Adam Gumbert. Back once again, baby, after a little bit of an absence. Welcome back, Adam. How about that Colts defense, everybody? Best defense in the league. Let's go, everybody. We're going to the playoffs. Yeah, of course. Which is more I'm... than the Patriots could say. Yep, hey, hey, hey. Going to the playoffs. hey, the wild card is not out of the picture here. <laughs> So you're saying there's a chance. And that was Mr. Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. What's up, buddy? Listen, hey, I know what I said last week, you know, obviously didn't age too well. But listen, this week, Cam Newton <laughs> got to light it up. Well, Coming for that wild card spot. Three rushing touchdowns and they still lose. Won't matter. <laughs> got to love the enthusiasm for the local teams. And last but certainly not least, we got George Arevalo from the tip of America's dick. Miami, Florida. What's up, guys? Hey, Ryan Fitzpatrick could be looking for a job, man. <laughs> Progressive. Yo, he needs to go into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I swear to God, he's like started for eight teams or something, and like is just the best team player ever. Like, yeah. also looks good in short shorts. If you guys saw that picture, yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, awesome, Honor- honoring. He's his got team. Viking blood, man. I I had never really paid attention to that guy playing until the game against the Jags, and like I. I loved it, man. Like he seems, uh, he seems like he's kind of wild, but you know, he, he, he just seems like he's genuinely having fun, man. Like he's yeah. just having fun, just loves the game, man. Uh, yeah, seems like a, like a great dude for sure. I just, I, I want to go ahead and mention, uh, I love how somehow the intro to this podcast just has morphed into like football comments, uh, <laughs> every week. I don't know why, but yeah, I, you know, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> So Zach started that shit by making Patriots <laughs> comments, and then we had to we felt the need to rebuttal every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. Like, probably when that started, uh, Tom Brady was uh, probably still playing for the the Patriots. Or, yeah. Listen, yes. hey, it, it it this the supporting cast would have still been the same. I mean, we might you know Brady obviously knows the system more, so we might have a few more wins under our belt. But man, we need help on the outside, man bad i'm googling the patriots record right now continue two and five <laughs> yeah listen i don't Horrible. know how much on the outside is going to help uh, cam newton hold on to the football but he yeah. won't have to run the ball if he has a deep threat that can actually get separation <laughs> listen man cam newton's never been a deep threat ever but i digress <laughs> welcome bobby so, yay, what, yeah, what's up, Robbie Bobby Miller? Such a turd. Oh, hi, guys. Hey, uh, fashionably late, as always, but I, hey, look, I love it. It's yes. totally fine. Um, we are uh, actually haven't even started into the meat and potatoes um, of the podcast. Uh, I but just, just made that. Yes. But yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be, um, you know, starting here with a review roundup for the Xbox Series X. Um, and uh, yeah, let's, let's let's start there. So, 
uh positive reviews across the board it seems like the only major complaint and um you know we can talk about this in a second as far as like if i feel like this is fair to ding the console for or not but i, I suppose um it depends on your point of view but like the the one and only criticism that i can find that's consistent is that you know it's missing the launch lineup right like it's it's a noticeable no games um absence with halo infinite not being there right like like you could uh, uh, the reviewers that i you know and i i went through um you know probably a dozen or so sites today ign GameSpot, uh kotaku um seems to be the you know the consistent criticism is that it's a, a conspicuous absence um of uh launch games but you know with the asterisk kind of being that um, it's undeniably great to see like existing games, you know, the ones that are already optimized for it, like look incredible and the the promise is there. And then everything else that you would expect, the load times and all of that, um, the you know, the graphical power, um, nothing but praise from from what I've seen. Uh, except for one Jason Jason Schreier, who uh seems pretty cur- curmudgeon y about um the next gen consoles in general. Oh um, shocker. Jason Schreier's being a curmudgeon. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, uh, it's a waste of money for either of these consoles because uh yeah, I don't know. Like I, I like gaming on PC and like uh, there's no games to play right now and blah 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 blah. Um which I get that. Like uh, but the people that buy uh consoles at launch are gonna be your hardcore. Anyway, I digress. Um so overwhelmingly positive reviews um ign i believe gave it an eight uh on their scale um again dinging it for the um absence of halo but um across the board looks pretty good right if you're an xbox person um it seems like you have a lot to be happy about uh so how are we feeling about that and uh do you guys have any thoughts on whether or not the console should be uh the the review score should be brought down by the the lack of launch games i feel like my opinion really quick i guess i'll say before i, I turn it over to y'all um it seems like an odd thing to crit- i mean like every console ever for the most part has had a lackluster launch like it looks like sony is gonna do a little better this gen with demons uh souls and uh, miles morales but um it, it like longevity wise right like in a year like no one's gonna care about the launch line it'll be so far in the rearview mirror um it just seems like an odd thing to to assign a permanent score to a console um you know, ending at a point or so for for launch uh, lineup. But hey, thoughts? I'm I'm with you on that. Um, I also think the expectations that the company sets are are huge too. Uh, when you look at Xbox's handling of it, I mean, they've been pretty transparent with their the expectations that they've set. They've made it very clear that this um, that this console is an investment into the future for people who are ready to make that investment right now. And if you're not guess what? We have a value option for you that's still going to give you next-gen performance without, you know, breaking break, breaking the bank. I think from Xbox's perspective, they've been very transparent about what that's going to look like. Um, you know, they, they, they've, Phil Spencer came out and said that he would have loved to have Halo. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it's obviously a, a huge blow, but um, they're not going to force it at the cost of, of, of a, you know, of a quality game. So, um, I think that they've been transparent. I don't think you can knock them for that. And you're right. Most launch lineups aren't great either. Not to mention, even if we had several games, we know it takes some time for them to be able to fully like make use of the hardware as well. So it's not like we're gonna we would even be getting games that would completely showcase everything that the uh, that this new gen is gonna have to offer. So no, I don't think it's fair to do that. 
Um, you know, you can you can be disappointed, you could be ups- upset, but I mean, hey, is the console good or not? That's the most important thing. I don't think you can say that the console is suddenly less is shit or you know it's not as good because it doesn't have a bunch of games to show for it i mean if you can impress you with the current lineup of games just imagine the possibilities of when when the you know they start to tap into that full potential as for sony um you know i i i would be the same um i I think it hurts them that they don't have that that value option you know like the xbox series s i mean i know they have the cheaper version but um you know they, they've kind of taken more of an approach of their shit doesn't stink. They've never made any kind of comments about that, about, you know, acknowledging the, you know, they put the lineup, but they also do have a better lineup. Um, they've got Spider-Man, Demon Souls, Godfall, whatever. Godfall exclusive. Have- I saw today. Was that news or like just to some people? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, uh, no, month, was the, when it was, exclusive. yeah, the six month pod, I think is what, is the new information right because we didn't know how long that was going to be a timed exclusive for okay so continue that's yeah because i was like i was like it wasn't news to me but people online were kind of flipping out but um anyway sorry george go ahead no no you're good man and so i think that's the difference in the messaging you know xbox has a weaker lineup arguably no lineup um you know but they've been very transparent first party important distinction right right no first party titles but uh and ps5 hasn't kind of acknowledge that the, t- the lineup is still weak but they have they have an edge on xbox undoubtedly about what they have to offer on day one so they haven't really had to do that kind of pr or, or damage control but no it shouldn't take away from the from from the consoles themselves are they good or not that's it yeah i think that's asinine because y- like you said you you are y- looking at or playing something that you know like well you don't know because we haven't seen it yet but you are aware of the power this thing can put out right you know it's gonna make games look just absolutely incredible the fact that you you can't look at one of those games right now means that you're gonna dock the system points like i just find that that's crazy and especially with like you guys how well it upscales other things well not even upscales but just enhances the performance of it and all that it's just the quality of life would make you from what i've read on i have multiple different reviews like going back to an xbox one even x would be like such a blow to like your, your your gaming habits after being able to quick resume and how how fast the console will boot on from being powered down in all these uh different things that um the the um what's the what's the other big thing that they were touting or wasn't it what was it just quick resume or smart delivery i don't know maybe oh, smart know, delivery. Quick resume. yeah and then like uh, just load times in general like they had a lot of comparison stuff come out today with the you know, yeah. Red Dead Redemption, like a minute yeah. thirty load time to to twenty seven seconds, like that's like instant, that's huge. Instant like, I mean, fast travel on on The Witcher, man. Like I saw The Witcher one is like you click it and you're just there. Like, yep. wow, that's crazy. That's that game. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I don't think that's fair, especially, um, because I I mean, Demon Souls, I would say is really the only killer app, right? That 
Miles Morales is probably more appealing to casuals. It's on PS4 though. For sure, I, but I I'm talking about in, I'm talking about in terms of like what oh, gotcha. what the PS5 can do, right? Like Demon Souls kind of looks like you're just watching a cutscene the whole time. Like that's how good that game looked. So I think that's what they're saying. They're missing something like that over on Xbox. But I feel, man, like like you said, not fair because I I think the medium. They said that that game was well, coming out in December, but that game only is on the Series X because they weren't able to put the technology they wanted to. Well, what they wanted to do with the technology wasn't um, available in the Xbox One. So, like, you don't even have to wait a, a month after release to get a, a game that's going to at least take advantage of the power to the best of what they could with the time that they had the console probably so like you guys said i'm assuming in you know two years three years we're going to start to really see what these consoles can do but yeah i think it's crazy and we'll, we'll talk about it you know next week a little bit because i i do want to um get into the playstation side of things once the embargoes are up, are up and we hear you know more about those like with official scores and stuff but um it seems like, you know, uh, the one advantage that I can see, like, right off the bat from, you know, social media for what they are allowed to talk about is uh, the PlayStation's adaptive controllers seem to be like a next gen leap, like their uh, dual sense. Um, whereas, like, most people said that the Series X controller feels good, um, but it's a little more iterative, iterative but the uh, PlayStation controller feels very next gen. And they, they talked about, um astro playroom or whatever it's called um as being like a great pack-in like i I saw a lot of people compare it to wii sports where it was like it's a free pack-in with every ps5 and it really shows you like what this controller can do and how that would uh enhance the um the experience so um but yeah we'll get into that you know next week a little bit more once um we get some detailed hands-on impressions but um i zach yeah i'm with you 100 i think it's it's silly to to dock a console um based on software i think it's a point worth mentioning right in your review like for sure yeah you could be like in a side note if you're looking forward to playing any you know blockbuster games that are gonna blow you away with the console those aren't available yet but everything else the console offers is incredible like in my mind from what i've seen it seems that there's enough out there for reviewers to put the console through its paces to review the hardware without having to wait on something else, right? Like, in my opinion, I mean, sure. it seems uh, some of the videos I saw, like the Gears 5 comparison that IGN put on today, like with like Xbox Series X versus like Xbox One, like base and Xbox um, One X uh, was really crazy to see. Like, I mean, like the multiplayer at 120 frames per second. Unbelievable. Was just like, whoa, man, like, whoa. So, um Bobby uh, or Adam, like weigh in, man. Like, do you? Uh, so I, I honestly, I think all y'all are crazy. This Xbox <laughs> Series X is a Xbox Series uh, One, Xbox One X Pro. Like, that's what you got. There's no games. Like I said, I, I, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not the best uh, uh, console out there right now. My, my thing is, I, like I said a hundred times before, it is not time for a new console. For I some people, like, like for the short. hardcore, for me, like I'm the enthusiast, right? Like, um, I like to have the new shiny thing, like period, the oh, end, yeah. especially for console gaming where like the ceiling is like five or six hundred bucks. Like that's that's me. Like 
and the know, quality of life stuff that like you said the 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 load times the quick resume and all that like it's they everybody's saying that those are a game changer go you like it's going to be hard to go back to an regular xbox one after having all those features like i'm the sucker exactly, that they got the- with the xbox one x like i'm the person that they built that box for right like i wanted the shiny new thing like yeah give me like a generational like half step sure fuck it i'll i'll pay 500 bucks like you know four or five years after i bought my xbox one like 100 ps4 pro same thing like i like the new shiny thing like but i see where you're coming from bobby i think there's a, a distinction to be made and, and let, uh, i will be honest yeah. the ps4 pro is awful like my daughter my daughter has been playing my playstation for the past two weeks i have the 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 star wars pro uh playstation every time i walk past i feel like i'm about to pass out because of the heat coming out of the damn thing uh but it it my my thing is i it it's great for now but my thing is i don't unless there's games that are pushing the console to the max i'm not that excited i mean yes better graphics for uh gears 5 or something seems amazing but it feels like it's not it's not next gen to me it seems like we're still playing the old and i i know xbox down the road with all the 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 stuff that they bought with bethesda and whatnot it's going to be great but it's just i feel like uh, I think the eight out of ten was generous. Uh, I, I just be only because of now. I, I, I'm sure if they review it a year from now, uh, listeners, like Zach was saying, keep in mind uh, this is the guy that said Last of Us Two is a six. It is, <laughs> and I and I did a Zoom call uh, with uh, with uh, with Ellie. Uh, yeah, I raised my hand every time to try to tell her it was a six out of ten. It should have been a two disc game. Uh, oh my god! But, if you'd recorded but, that, oh my god! But Jeff Keighley was a not sixteen out of ten. That so, game is perfect. Uh, so, uh, uh, a counterpoint to your to your point, Bobby. Um, con- console launches are always. I mean, again, I know this generation seems a little different with uh, Miles Morales and Demon's Souls, um, but console uh, launch is never, never in the history of console launches been the time where you can actually see what a console can do. Right? Like, it's always a little lackluster in terms of choices and certainly like developers have had not had nearly enough time with the dev kits to be able to get the most stunning stuff like if you look at the end of this generation the end of last generation like grand theft auto 5 is a game that came out on the 360 like ps3 generation and that's it's crazy you know and you look at the games that have come out in the last you know year or so on this gen like it's just like that's just kind of the nature of the beast a little bit so that's my counterpoint on that you but you have you have to take just for for the record you have to take miles morales with a grain of salt all right that does not count as a full-fledged game that shit is like seven hours all right it's seven to ten hours similar to the lost legacy fifty dollars for seven to 10 hours which really means six if you run through that shit you know no, I, i'm not saying it's going to be a killer app uh nor do i think demon souls like i see dude I'm, i've been laughing my ass off all week of all these people on the oh, various the, facebook groups the, convincing themselves the, that, that they're suddenly <laughs> gonna love a from software game i'm like dude if if you have never liked bloodborne or dark souls or sekiro like you're not gonna suddenly love demon souls because it looks pretty like it's It'll look pretty. The most difficult, from from what I gather, it is <laughs> yeah. the most difficult game that they have by far. And literally, it's the game that put me, like, turned me off to buying any more of those games ever again until Sekiro. <laughs> you know, I'm only buying this game not because I intend to enjoy any of it, but it's a, it's a matter of pride 
now, you know? <laughs> so, but, yeah, I can't wait to see these fucking people who, the PS5 fanboys who are like, oh, we got all these exclusives, pick that game up and see how miserable they're going to be when they can't beat it and it doesn't have an easy mode. I think it'll sell well because it, it, it is will. a graphical showcase. But I think if you look at, like, the sales versus the time invested for players, like, how much time are are, are these people staying in the game and at what what is the drop off after like three hours i think it's going to be you know um steep and that's okay you know like i don't that should I, be a stat they're proud of though like and here's everybody who fucking sucks and just release a <laughs> list of everybody that quit they adam egg. i want to hear uh, so mm-hmm. your thoughts um how are you feeling about series x um i know because i follow you on social media but our listeners may not how are you feeling? And uh, do you think we that they should have dinged the console for a lackluster launch in terms of the score and the review of the console? Oh, love my big beefy boy. Now, real quick to Bobby's point, though, because I'll I'll get to what I was saying. I see what Bobby's talking about, where you feel like there's not games out, and you're you're right. Like outside of Demon Souls, not really, because again, even Miles Morales is on PS4. There's oh yeah, no that... PS. Don't get me wrong, PS5. I think their their lineup is shit too. And I no, I'm with you. PS4, I think the lineup. Was god awful, but but my biggest thing is Halo. What I saw versus going into the next gen and seeing how people are so excited about playing the older games on a next gen, it just seems like it's a a pro system. That's my only thing. I I, I apologize. No, no, no. yeah, no, this was, I'm agreeing with you on that point. Is that the line again? Besides Assassin's Creed, which is going to be great. Um, I see Bobby's that point good... that the the lineups aren't the best, which I I can't argue with that, but. When it comes to reviewing a piece of technology, that doesn't matter to me, right? I want to know how the piece of technology runs. I don't give a shit about the applications, right? So if I read a review for an RTX 3080 card, I don't give a shit that I was like, well, well how does Cyberpunk play on it? I don't care. What does the card do, right? So for me, what, is the, what do the consoles do? The, te- the technological stuff is interesting. It's good. All right, I'm happy. That's what I need to know is if the console is good. Because, again, I play more third-party games than anything. To be honest with you. True. So it's not a huge deal to me. But I'm with Bobby. Launch lineups are trash for both these systems. Yeah. Um, if say, you're are worried you about a, a killer app. Surprise, like... No, I'm not shocked at it. I mean, it's COVID. We literally had COVID for a year. I'm not shocked about it yeah. at all. But as long as the technology works, that's what I'm happy about. And apparently the tech is dope. So I'm all about it. Yeah. My other thing is it, with PlayStation, everybody's so excited for the games to come out, but all of them are coming on PS4. So I don't understand why everybody's so goddamn excited. It's the same yes, thing. Exactly. I'm waiting games. for God of War, and then I will buy PS5 because that's yeah, the one. Yeah, I, I that was I... excited for Little Big Planet, and then they were like, "Yeah, it's going to come to PS4." And I'm like, "For what? Like, why?" Uh, no. That's it. Also comedy. depends. Yeah. It depends on where you're at too, because like, see, for me, in some ways, now that I got my hands on a PS5, I'm actually, in some ways, a little more excited for that because I don't have PS4 Pro. I'm coming from the the PS4, you know, slim. And making a jump to a PS5, yeah, yeah, it, it and for for almost the same price. What was a PS4 Pro when it came out? Four hundred bucks. It's like four, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm four or four fifty. Yeah. Uh, so I'm paying hundred bucks more, you know, for 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 next gen. You know, when you when you factor in the price points of these products, you know, I think, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of with with you on in this regard that. I feel like if anybody has anything to complain about, it's the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X per people that the people that bought those games. But at the same time, the people sorry that bought the, the bought those systems. But again, at the same time, the people that bought a PS4 Pro and a One X are the hardcore gamers that are going to buy whatever new console is out anyways. But um, you know, 
But if you if you look at the, the, the vast majority of people, I would say the vast majority of people that are going to be picking up these new consoles are coming from the original versions of these, you know, the Xbox One S, the regular PS4. And for them, it is going to be a massive difference. For the One X people on PS4 Pro, you know, you, you can make some cases. But again, those people are going to buy the shit anyways. If you're, if, you're, if you're shelling out money for a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X, you know, you're trying to get this shit on launch anyways. And, and so I feel like it's a win-win in that regard, you know. Yes, kill them on the launch lineup. They're awful, terrible, F-minus on launch lineup. But the consoles, they look like they're the real deal, man. Yep, exactly. So, like, if PS5 comes out, like, I want to know how the console plays. It's like, oh, the console's, a, you know, again, I don't, I think it's going to be better than this. But if, like, the console's a 7, but Demon's Souls is a 10, so the console's an 8. No, the console's a 7. <laughs> but again, I don't think, I think it's going to be better than that. But that's what, when I'm reviewing a console, tell me what the tech does. I don't give a shit. Like, I bought this car. What's the reviews on it? Well, you know, how about gasoline? I don't give a shit about gas. Tell me what the fucking car. What are you talking about? Come on, guys. Yeah. Now, I, I will say that, uh, I don't know if we're getting into this now, but now when you factor in things like the storage space on the, the ps5 for example now that is a justified way of downscoring a console you know because yes, that is part that, of the console that, that is, is part of the technology is, yes that is shit 600 gigs you know um and, and not to mention you lose 20 gigs because of that astro playroom shit you know home that run is, on the segue george so let's get into storage <laughs> uh let me give you guys the specs so the uh Reportedly, you know, so this is not confirmed. Um, according to a leak uh, uh, from Games Radar, the usable storage space is 667 gigabytes on the PS5, and on the Xbox Series X, by comparison, 802 gigabytes. Um, so, pretty sizable difference, right? Like in in storage space, but not like anything crazy a couple hundred gigs you know could be like four like triple a size games or like three or call of duty yeah (laughs) say like um yeah or call of duty or a ton of other stuff but um you know uh the fact remains that if you are a uh really a digital only or a uh, physical person because you still have to install the game i guess like you're gonna probably run into a scenario sooner than later where you have to kind of pick and choose your babies um, unless you want to shell out a lot, what is it, two fifty for the Microsoft uh, storage? Two twenty. Two twenty. Yeah. Um, for an extra terabyte, and then Sony, um, have they confirmed? I don't know if they've confirmed prices, but I know that at launch there is no available solution to the storage woes. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's where we're at with that. So, give me your your thoughts on. Uh, storage. I seem to remember this being a conversation myself, like when the Xbox One and PS4 launched, where like all the big gaming outlets, your IGNs, your Kotaku's, your GameSpots were um, reporting on like, this is how long it took me to fill up the storage drive on my Xbox One or my PlayStation 4. Um, and they were able to do it quite easily um, with the games that were available even at launch. Um, I think it kind of sucks, like on the one hand, but like my personal thoughts, like for the faster load times and all the other bells and whistles that we get with these like very expensive SSDs, like I'll personally take it, like especially because there is the option to hook up an external to both of these consoles and you can move files around internally rather quickly 
for games that you maybe want to play or swap out but not fully uninstall so you don't have to re-download them or reinstall them from the disc faster to do that so personally i'm okay with it i think it's a bummer but i don't think it's the end of the world yeah i'll, I'll go ahead and start because I've, I've been looking at this stuff recently yeah i mean these cards the fact that again this is so funny the ones for playstation they aren't on the market like those cards literally don't exist yet nope this shit's going to be expensive everywhere because they're NVMe SSD drives. They're expensive. That's why they're so fucking fast. That's why there's literally no load times on The Witcher. Because these things are so fast. I'm with you. Like, I want... It would be nicer to have more. But, I mean, again, this shit's expensive. So, it, I'm like with you. What the the advice I'd give to everybody is go out and get you a, a basic-ass USB um, hard drive. And like Chris was saying, you can transfer things really quickly. So, you're going to get a pack mule. You can get two terabytes for fucking 80 bucks. That's nothing. Get a pack mule, put your shit on there. When you're ready to play it, switch it over to your SSD drive. Because I mean, like, the numbers are whatever. I don't like 600 isn't a lot, 800 isn't a lot. It's more than we had last time. But I, I'm with you for the trade off for the speed. I'll, whatever. I'll do a pack mule bullshit, switch back and forth if I'm getting literally zero load times. Like, I don't care. And to be honest, like, probably what I'll do with my Xbox is like, I'll. As long as it's not a terrible pain to reformat, I've got a four terabyte, um, you know, uh, Western digital uh, external that's working fine for right now. I'll probably use that for my Xbox because that's my primary gaming console and my PlayStation. I'm going to do what I do with my pro, which is like in the rare instance that I like run out of space for that motherfucker. Like I just I look at the games and I'm like, oh, like it's usually easy for me to pick two games that are pretty sizable to delete where I'm like, nah. Not gonna play you uh, again anytime soon. Like, and I just I chuck it and, I, and it's fine. And I, no, and I... shush. <laughs> Robbie, Bobby Miller, oh, ladies sorry. and gentlemen. Damn it, I thought I was <laughs> um. So since you chimed in there, um, Bobby, uh, how are you feeling about storage, my friend? I, I don't like either one. Uh, Sony, it it sadly feels like the Vita all over again where I have to pay an extra $200 for a freaking uh, hard drive. I don't, I'm not excited to hear about it at all. And a one terabyte uh, for either console seems low for, for what's out there for SSD. I thought it would be more for both, uh, but yeah, I'm barely disappointed in Sony. I don't, but they're a money grab. They're, 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 no, they're dude, these are expensive. To... I think the thing that like, these oh, are yeah. very expensive drives and like, you, I, like to Adam's point, these things aren't even on the market yet. Like drives that are compatible, like that's how new and shiny the technology is. Like, I think they wanted to make sure they had a balanced price point for the console, um, and didn't like if you put a two gig in this in this sucker, like the the cost would have gone up significantly for the box, and I don't think they wanted that. But I'm sorry, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, they're not even yeah, but the normal SSDs. But if you got to buy the hard drive, I mean, it's still like the price goes up. If you buy the external hard drive, I mean, they, they basically you don't have to. Well, yeah, that's my point. No, no, I'm you... saying if you do, like it, it's basically it's kind of like DLC with some games. It's like that's what it reminds me of. But I mean, w but with Game Pass, I I see uh, more things not downloaded as much because they can uh, cut it to make it work. Uh, but but yeah, PlayStation stupid. I don't understand the hard drive. The space, 600 gigabytes. I, I, based on even what I have, I have my daughter looked yesterday. I have 812 games for PS4, and that's not even the ones that I broke out of plastic. Uh, that's just all uh, free games or, or uh, 
games that were very cheap that I just bought when I had extra money left over. And I'm I'm not excited, and all of them are of the 99% that cross over, but I don't see any need for me to even do that. At this point, I'm more just going to just get a second PS4 from my daughter, and we can play together. I, I don't even see a need for a PS5 at the moment, but that's just me. So what about your current console? You own a lot of games. Like, Do you find storage to be a problem, or are you able to kind of just... No, I, I storage is never a problem for me. Uh, I have the Xbox uh, Seagate that I have hooked up my PlayStation just for uh, shits and giggles because I think it's funny to have an Xbox hard drive hooked up to a PlayStation. Uh, but uh, I, I have that's a four terabyte, and I don't have I don't have any problems at all. Uh, and my Xbox, like uh, uh, Adam was saying, I have the OG Xbox. I have the the white uh, Sunset Overdrive, like first ever gen Xbox, and I. I never saw a need for the Series One X. Uh, I thought, or not, not Series. Sorry for the Xbox just the One X. X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I never saw a need for that because I'm like, I'll just wait. Since everybody's talking about new consoles, I'll just wait. But then after seeing the Halo crap, I was like, oh, I'll just wait even further. But I, tell, I will tell you, the Sea of Thieves look sexy. Like, like seeing the new Sea of Thieves stuff on Xbox Series. Oh man, it does look good. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, no storage is never a problem, and I'm not. It was only a problem for the Vita, and I was so pissed when they came out with their special uh, sized uh, SD cards that for even like a 64 gigabyte was like buying another Vita, which I thought was the stupidest ever. And then all their they games still go for a very, very, very like uh, like they're, those things are expensive now. Like yeah, still. now it's like a collector's item. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. but yeah, I'm not excited about the external hard drives. I don't think I'd have a problem with the Xbox uh, hard drive only because I don't really. I mean, I've I've uh, downloaded all the games from like the free games from live and whatnot or and uh those games uh games of gold uh i have all those like i have i have a crap on xbox games but I, I don't see i don't play it enough to download them but i don't think that that would bother me with space so you're you're like me but with the xbox where that's not where you primarily game so mm. you own some stuff there a lot of stuff but like the amount of time you spend on that system, like it's easy for you to probably balance what what games you have and keep installed. I gotcha. Yeah, it's true. Because even like uh, I have, I bought Forza when it came out, never played it. I bought Gears Five, never played it. Um, uh, I bought. Why I would you buy Gears, Gears Five? You don't just have Game Pass, Bobby. I no, you guys are talking about it, so I was like, shit, I'll get it. And <laughs> I uh, need, you, I need you to tell me you have Game Pass, Bobby. No, I do. I do. I I just don't use it. I mean, my Xbox only turns on every now and then when. When my daughter gets mad, I'm on PlayStation, which I haven't been. Uh, but so she's been on mine. Oh but yeah, sadly, I never. I, I tell you what, I will be 100% honest. What happened with me and Xbox One was it became more of a uh, a cable box. Uh-huh. And I never played it for gaming. I will, you're, I will you're be Don honest. You're Don wet dream, dude. Like, like. Well, Don my problem, I had, I had, my daughter came out the same time. Well, not came out. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was released at the same time. No, it. Uh, my daughter was born a year later, so it was like I, between all of that and my my wife was getting her CPA, it was just I just didn't play it, and it was just we would say Xbox on and laugh, and then watch whatever was on Verizon or Comcast. Uh, but yeah, I never got a chance. Besides Fallout Four, I never got a chance to really uh, enjoy my xbox well it's a crime you haven't played gears uh especially five i don't i don't know maybe a bigger crime i think i played multiplayer on a stream with a few friends if that was gears that's not the the way to start off with gears like if you're not familiar with the first time i played it was on xbox 360 and my cousin was like hey come play and then no one invited me to party chat 
And I was playing by myself and dying like every five minutes. And I was like, forget this. And I returned my 360 to uh, GameStop. We're like, listen, man, we're, we're going to remedy this and uh, play through some campaigns. Mm-hmm. But um, the bigger crime is that you paid for Gears 5 just by having Game Pass. Um, so let me let me enlighten you, Bobby, on Game Pass. Like all your first party Xbox games are free on Game Pass. Never buy an Xbox game. But that do is you first own party. it? Like if if it if it gets removed from Game no, Pass, it won't. Like, it, they don't they don't remove their games from Game Pass. That's the beauty of it. They they stay there. Like so, you don't ever need to buy a. So from now on, trust me, and I will buy you the game. I'm lying. If I'm lying, I'm dying, as Greg Miller says. I will buy you the game if they ever remove a first party title. A first party title. The third party ones go off um, all the time. But uh, yeah, don't ever buy another. Microsoft. Well, that sucks because I bought Halo Five when that shit came out, brand new, and well, but that's different though because like when Halo Five launched, I don't even think Game Pass was a thing, so you're okay there. I, I'll let you off the hook. Uh, Zach, um, storage uh, space, buddy. What what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm a little bummed out if the games are all going to be relatively as large as Call of Duty is. I'm talking in terms of AAA games. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case. Uh, I haven't had to really delete much on my Xbox, and I have it maybe uh, close to 100 games downloaded between my external and my internal uh, space. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can fit mostly everything that I play on Xbox One on my external. So uh that shouldn't shouldn't be an issue. But yeah, man. I mean I get it, you know, having to spend two hundred and what is it, twenty bucks for that expandable Xbox storage. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean I, I, I get it, you know, because it's that SSD I mean it, it like changes the game. I mean it's not the best for the wallet, but I'm assuming that's a one-time purchase, and between that and the internal, I'll be able to, you know, really uh, keep things in in uh, in uh, working order. I guess is not the right word for that, but whatever. It, I'll I won't have to delete as much, or if I do, it'll be a th- a thing or two here and there. And you know, I'm usually only bouncing back and forth between five games at most anyways so you know so for comparison because i I know cod is like the big bad wolf right now for for uh storage um demon souls remastered is 66 gigabytes so 10 percent roughly of your your um playstation 5 um usable space like which i feel like you know still not ideal but considering like what that game looks like like you know like that's not it's no slouch right as far as like assets would be concerned and i think like that's pretty reasonable like if if i had 10 games that look that good i think i could live with it like does that change your perception because i know cod is the one that people go to it's like hundreds of gigabytes you know like um 130 or like no uh sorry to cut you up i'd like to know honestly how what what the the download times are if you delete something like say a friend says hey let's play this and you don't have it downloaded like how long it would take to download it and install it 
Well, two things. Playable. I mean, it can't be worse than PS4 because I, oh no, PS4 is god awful. Like hardwired or had a, on a Wi-Fi, oh. it takes fucking forever. Um, yeah, they reinstalled the whole freaking game for some reason. But oh, also, that is your your internet speed is going to be, I think, probably what drives that. Oh, like you I, know, large. I have a gigabit, and it's still like the the Fortnite update the other day. My daughter was so mad at me, like I was making it slow. She's like, you hooked up the internet wrong. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, it, it's just this low on PlayStation. That's how the updates are. It is true. It is like, it's across it, the board. PS4 Pro, PS4, something about the network adapter. Um, but uh, Zach, does that change your uh, your perception like at all? Like knowing that like Demon Souls, and granted, I know it's like a launch title and it's not a massive game, but that's I would still consider that AAA, like from the way it looks like 66 gigs. Yeah, that's that's not terrible, and in, in it's a lot more manageable. So uh, if if that's that's not the worst, yeah. As long as as long as a lot of games I'm pushing, like I said, that hundred gig mark, then yeah, it, it should, it's not the worst. And you know, Xbox has more. Um, you know, at uh, what did I say? Eight hundred, about two hundred more, right? Yeah, I, I closed out the uh, the link. I'm sorry, guys. But yeah, it was like, 820 maybe. Uh, yeah, I think it's like 200 more. I mean, that's kind Wait, of a, so that when you fa- oh. when you factor in how much these um, externals cost for it, like it's that's a fifty dollar value that Xbox has right there in, in memory. Me, like, I think you can you can be disappointed and still understand. You know, yeah. like I I get why it happened. I'm disappointed. You're giving us the same the same space as the One X. You know. Uh, I would have wanted a a terabyte and a half, you know, two terabytes would have been great. I wonder how much it would have cost us, you know, like I'd be willing to maybe pay a little bit more. I don't know how much more, you know, but, um, but yeah, I definitely would have liked to see more, but at the end of the day, it's a quality of life thing and nothing more because I would say 90% of gamers are not actively playing like, you know, on a regular basis enough games enough variety of games to use up the entire space and for it to be an issue so you can absolutely get an external hard drive and rotate your games you can if you don't want to and you just want to delete them and re-download them other than some issues with maybe your isp capping you at your your downloads and stuff like that uh your data i could see that being an issue but let's face it you know no you know if you're in the if you got the one s you're in trouble for sure um but yeah, that's what I just saw. That thing only has 364 gigabytes for a non Yeah, yeah. What the you're, you're 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 definitely in trouble um, if you got a, one S. I, I'd argue that's that's the biggest issue. I think that's pretty unacceptable, in my opinion. Um, but uh, nice point, though. It, so I don't want to talk out of my ass. So does the Series S have the same hard drive, like with like load times? Does any, anybody yeah. know? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I would say like if you're not compromising like the the read um you know uh write speed like um it's disappointing but I I wouldn't go I think unacceptable is a bridge too far because like the the value proposition for that console is pretty insane considering also and- Oh my bad. Also, the downloads are smaller. Like Gears Five is literally like thirty. Oh, smaller that's right. Because it doesn't that's have four K right. assets, so it's yes. that's right. That's smaller. that is. I guess yeah. Unacceptable is harsh, but it is disappointing um, because your casuals, the people, your more casual gamers are going to be, you know, more interested in that. 
but they're they're also more likely the casuals are more likely to play those big ass games like Call of Duty Warzone, you know, like their their space is gonna go it's, it's gonna go very quickly, man. You put a you put Warzone, you put a, a game like Red Dead, you know, and one other big game, and and it's a wrap for you, you know. Um, so that's that's the tough one. Um, you know, I would have liked to see a little bit more space on that. Maybe a 750, you know, to give them at least a solid 500 uh, would have been would have would have been ideal. Um, but yeah, if you know, if we are dropping the 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 size of the games for the one S, and they're able to kind of compress that a bit, then and, you know, I could see it, but yeah, especially that, that also doesn't have a disc drive, right? So you're basically playing, you can only have three games, you know, uh, maybe well, even with disc again, it, people forget like with a disc, you still have to install the game. To right, right, right. Your disc is your, is your CD key, right? Like that's, what's getting you into the game. You, you're not saving any space. Like, and I, I see that argument. It drives me nuts on, um, but you know, a lot of forms the- and stuff. But that's an Xbox thing. Didn't in the PlayStation you could no. still kind of play it off the disc nope. to an extent? There's no, nothing on the disc. No. You install that bitch on a, you put the disc to be able to open the app. It installs mm-hmm. on there and like your disc is basically just a security check. Do you own this game? Please insert yeah, your disc. It's like that's Red it. Dead. I deleted that shit and I have not reinstalled it because I gotta put one disc in for four hours and then put the next disc in. And no. Yeah, so I mean you're in that boat regardless like this right so okay so the xbox one s doesn't have a disc drive right Mm -hmm. so if and again it's a little bit apples to oranges but you take the ps5 uh and the difference between the one that has a disc drive and doesn't is a hundred bucks right so if you say uh, you take the xbox one a a series x take a hundred bucks off that's a four hundred dollar price point so to to save me another hundred dollars you're giving me 500 gigs less of hard drive space, a less powerful uh, console that's less capable, can't do full 4K. And, you know, it, it starts to seem like like you're kind of selling yourself short by it's a $200 lot. It's $200 though, right? It's $299 for the... No, but I'm saying if you... but I Right, but you assume that you get $100 savings by having no disk drive because that's, oh, what, that's what Sony was able to do. Then the difference is for $100, you're giving me... 500 gigs less of hard drive space of uh, of whatever that fancy ass hard drive space, which is basically what that costs, right? So I think it's a little bit of a fallacy, though. Uh, I don't know this because we don't have like we don't know what their cost is for these components. But um, pretty strong in the rumor mill was that Sony was taking a huge bath on like the price for the digital only console, and they did that because of microsoft's move like they knew that they were going to release the price points that they were so i don't know that it directly correlates to like what they're actually like you know the component costs and like how much you're like saving i think sony is probably taking a huge bath whereas like microsoft probably has priced their 299 console like appropriately for what's in the box right like i don't think that like it's a value proposition thing like i think the for consumers yes like the ps5 like digital is like that is a great value for that for sony like not so much like i think they're taking a huge loss on that console absolutely i know it doesn't translate that well but i'm just saying at the end of the day that's that's what it is the difference between the you know the 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 ps ps5 digital version and an xbox one is a hundred dollars but you're getting so much more for that hundred dollars 
more so than any other difference in two consoles I've ever seen before. So you know that's kind of that's kind of why I think that for me the 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 one the series S is is kind of disappointing in that regard, given what Sony was able to do with their price. I know that they're gonna they're it's hurting them, but that's again that's all the consumer is seeing. It's hundred bucks, man. We'll see we'll see how we'll see if it pays off for for Xbox. Yeah, after the PS3 launch, there's no way in hell they they're not gonna be as low as possible. Well, and I think the series S too, like right, Microsoft's thinking like. This is for like the curious gamer, right? Or like the value gamer, like somebody that like wants, uh, you know, to buy a console for maybe the first time in their life, or like who's buying a console for their child, but like can't, you know, afford like a premium console, or your your Sony, you know, folks or your Nintendo folks that are like, ah, I want a second console, but I don't want to spend, you know, five hundred bucks. Like I think. You know, that's we'll see if that that gambit pays off, but that's definitely the gambit um, that they're making with uh, the S. So, um, man, look right. at what... some of these reviews. It's crazy. Like I, the, the eight out of 10, I understand for no games and some other things, but some of these reviews are crazy. Like uh, no AAA games, expensive, expandable storage, non-removable stand that looks weird horizontally. Like this is crazy. Like I. <laughs> It's an opinion thing, you know. Like, there's no way you're gonna valid. That is, I think, design is a valid criticism. That, but you can't lose a whole point for design. I mean, it's made that way for. I mean, some people I've seen them already. I the go ahead. I mean, I I don't know, dude. Like, um, you know. Me, I there's no way, I, and I am a hardcore gamer. I've got a man cave. I can't stand either of these consoles up. They're gonna be laying on its side. Aesthetically, it's gonna fucking piss me off. Um, you know, I, I can't, I can't stand them up. You know, the the space between my TV and the, the top of my console is not is not tall enough, and the shelves in my console are not tall enough. I'm gonna have to lay this shit down, and uh, and that looks well, hideous. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about is is even reviews from the Burge and some other people. It seems like uh, seeing their pictures of where they're putting the consoles is like uh, it's it's <laughs> it's something with a fan inside of it. No, no. It's like every single one of them inside is inside a closed entertainment center. And I'm just like, that's the dumbest shit ever. Like it's going to it's going to burn up. And I'm worried that that is going to become a new thing. Where they're like, oh no, it gets too hot and and it overheats and blah blah. blah. Well, it, it's got to breathe. So like five of the reviews I've seen, not even this past week of both systems of people that had them, were in entertainment systems that I don't even know how you have a console if you're putting stuff inside of a closed environment. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Sony, I don't believe any of these reviews yet. Sony also loses point for me. Don't I have to use a, a screwdriver to be able to lay it flat? What the fuck? Oh yeah, man? that's the yeah. <laughs> we'll get next week. Save save that yeah. for next hey, week. Well, e- even that, and then the, the, they they went after the guy that was making the uh, the the face plates already. Like I, that that is purely and simply yeah. like they have plans. We'll talk about this Sony. They they have plans to, Sony to do that Nintendo. on their own. Like that, there's no coincidence. Coincidence there. Sony is not Nintendo. They're not typically litigious. Like they don't do that. Well, that's but. what I told my buddy. Is it seems like the uh, what was the Microsoft for the controllers and stuff? What was that called? The adaptive. Uh, no, no, the, the little store where you could like change your controller. Oh, the labs. Custom yeah, the labs. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. see Sony coming out with something like that now. They're like, oh shit, this guy had a great idea. Let's steal it. Uh, and sue him. Yeah, that's a no brainer. Like especially if it's easy to take those plates off, right? Like you've got branding, like. I think every... it's easy to take off because you're gonna have to spray that fan because it's gonna freaking explode. 
Oh my god. Big ass box. So final topic of the night, uh fellas. No, 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 you're good, man. Is uh what are your launch week plans, right? Like I think um you know uh God willing, Buddha willing, like Muhammad willing, like whoever you pray to. Hopefully all of us will have a next gen console like, you know, by this time next week or, um, you know, like we'll be close to getting a next gen console. Zach, buddy, my fingers are crossed for you, dude. Like, like just keep your goddamn phone handy so we can help you out, bro. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> keep that shit like close because like if one of us gets in, like we'll work something out. But um, and in, in any event, like. You know, assuming that you do have the the console, like you know, this time next week, like, what are your plans for the first uh, first week, Bobby? You ordered maybe more consoles than anybody on this motherfucker. I have all I, four of them of... coming. Yep. Um, and I, uh... shit, I don't. It's I'm not. Hey, gonna quick be question. First week playing anything, Bobby? I got a question for you. Sure, buddy. Do you do you sell drugs? Like, where you get the money <laughs> for these four consoles, at my guy? I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer I... that. Uh, to be honest, I am a stay-at-home father, and uh, I have uh, a wife who is very successful. Very um, nice. Leave it at and... that. Very nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah I mean, she's amazing. I, I, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's... Yeah, that's it. I and and even like talking to her, like neither up. one of us are excited about launch. So, yeah. That's well, it. okay. So, Bobby, gun to your head, man. Like, if you had to play something like launch week like like what what is the thing that you would be most excited for if you have to play something to be honest my first thing was halo because i thought i could finally get into it uh, not an option it. move on nope uh, on on, uh, at this point a uh, little big planet or bug snacks uh and that's only because i, uh, I like mean, the sack boy game like older... as you're excited <sighs> Nothing gets me excited. You might have so okay. much shit in plastic. I, but not, not the Astro Bot. I'm waiting for like, Black Front. You have a VR. I like the you... first one, but it's. I feel like, like, well, first of all, we're we're uh, kind of in transition where we want to leave. Like, because we like, guys going to be no, playing no, Fortnite on 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 launch day. Hey, I'm look, sorry. No, I, I did see the Warframe. The new Warframe looks nice uh, on new systems. But what were you saying? Chris. So you're you're fixing you you're or you want to leave like what Maryland or like you're uh, like no your... we uh, uh, honestly where where we live is nice uh, but uh, it seems to be time to move um, we're just the house is getting too small uh, yeah. and then walking up seventeen flights of steps in a townhouse is pain in the ass uh, and basically every room has just become storage at this point so we're 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 looking for moving so I. I my opinion is not going to really matter that much because it's going to be I probably won't even open them until we move. Um, so the consoles. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, I don't even have. I mean, Let's I wanted to play. Dude. I'll, I'll take one talked. off your hands like easily if you're not going to open them until you move. I don't know when that is. No, but, uh, I, I I told the... my wife the other day. I was like, I got to find all the shit. I have the box in the garage for the the PlayStation VR. I was like, I'm gonna just ship <laughs> ship this shit to George because I'm not going to play it before. Uh, uh, in the next couple months. Yeah. So uh, that's like I, I played. Dude, if you want it, I'll trade you PS4 for your your VR. You I'm you down. Yeah, I, I'll send it to you tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. She loves it, man. She's uh, my thing. Problem is, she's like inviting all my friends and shit, and I'm like, who the hell are you playing with? Because I know none of us are uh, uh, PG friendly. So, uh, <laughs> other, yeah. 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 Hey, she wants yeah, the wins, man. Anything for the dubs. 
Um, yes, yes, she wins a lot, though, man. She's six. Christ, man, I seen her shotgunning people yesterday. I was like, God damn, I ain't playing with her. My recommendation to you is like the Astro Playroom. Like, do that like with your daughter launch week. Like, she likes Minecraft. Yeah, I think we like, did that when PlayStation Four came out. I believe when it, you used the controller, and then you can control the little guys that were inside the controller and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was fun. I but I've that. heard like the like that's the good showcase for like the triggers and like the you know adaptive. Like, oh, I just can't wait to use a bow and arrow and shit. You're out of bullets mm-hmm. and you hit them triggers. I can't wait for that. I think it's going to be expensive to buy another one once the shit breaks because I've gone through way too many PS4 controllers. Uh, but yeah, if you're hot headed, these seems seem like you could probably break them pretty easily. Like sque- squeeze in on the triggers. Zach, how about you, man? Assuming, like, listen, man, we got you. We're gonna we're gonna try our damnedest uh, this week. Assuming you have this thing in your hands this time next week, what are you? Gears Tactics is the first game that I'm going to be going to. Hell yeah, let's go! Uh, <laughs> just because I'm 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 a huge Gears fan, so I I really want to see where that story goes. Um, I'm probably going to end up jumping back into Destiny. Uh, yeah. just, oh, dude, fuck yeah! Come on, buddy, join, uh, join, <laughs> just to see uh, um, what that's about. My buddy is also going to be getting back into it, so uh, I'm a Titan main. Cry havoc, buddy. Cry havoc. Like join, join the clan. We we need Titans are always welcome. Warlocks are welcome. God. Yeah. So I uh, want to try getting back into that. And uh, I mean, I I, I want to get like you know the obvious. I want to get Assassin's Creed. Um, don't know if I'll definitely. Uh, I'm, if I do not have a Series X, I'm not buying any new games until I get it. I know they have the smart delivery and all that, but I'm just gonna hold off until. Uh, I I have the Series X, but I mean the one I'm most excited for is uh, the Medium and Cyberpunk, and those are a month after. So, yeah, cross your um, fingers. Cyberpunk is still I think it's up in the air. Yeah, we talked about that last week. I, I'm <laughs> with you there. One more, the Medium one more does delay. look cool. Um, yeah, there's like yeah a lot of good stuff, but um, yeah, dude, like Destiny. If you if you get it, who boy like. I have off like four out of five days next week just to play Destiny. Yeah. Like I would be streaming probably 14, 15 hours a day. Let's go. Cannot cannot wait, man. You're, I want to know welcome. how much have you paid for that game so far? Because I feel like I'm at a point where I don't want to oh, pay Christ. for it anymore. So base game was 60 bucks. I paid for the um uh I think it was like a $30 because I bought both expansions for like year one. Like so mm-hmm. like $90. Plus, um, I got Forsaken, like with all the seasonal content, I think oh, it was yeah. 40 or 50 bucks. So like we're up to 130 shadow key plus all the stuff I think was like 40 or 50 bucks. Um, a yeah, a lot, man. Like, I mean, but, but also like, um, now does that carry over per consoles? I know your, your, your level a, does, but it's account based progression. Yeah. So like you can, any oh. character that you have on destiny, like if you switch, you have to still buy the content on the other thing. Like if you go from Xbox to PlayStation, you still have to buy Destiny. Uh, if you go to PlayStation to Xbox, like uh, funny enough, like Xbox, it's on Game Pass. That thing, Bobby, that you don't have to buy it. Um, if I've you been have. paying for it every month and that live like every month for since it came out. But um, but yeah, so if you were to go from PlayStation to Xbox, like you could take your character over to Xbox and um, it's part of Game Pass. You still have to buy like the season pass if you want the extra cosmetic stuff and uh 
you know, some, some rewards here and there, but, uh, but yeah, man, like I, so my, my, um, quick retort to your implication of, I, I've paid a lot of money for destiny Two is like, <laughs> if you look at how much time I've spent in that game versus how much I've played, it's my best dollar, like value proposition, like period the end like i've i like i have gotten yeah. my money's worth out of destiny 2 and all the expansions that i paid for like without no I, I agree like i i paid for all of the expansions and everything we had a group that played destiny 2 we did all the raids we did everything together and everybody fell apart after destiny came like the new expansions came out everybody went their own ways and i i got left alone so Listen, I got tired of trying to you, level up Adam, like, like, like the, the clan, like, you know, we all benefit from that stuff. So come, come on over, boys. I don't know. I heard y'all trying to explain to one guy the other day. I don't know, man. <laughs> you can't. I was you like, now y'all angry. You, you can't factor in the money that, that, that he's paid on it because you got to think of the return on investment. And I'll tell you, despite how much Chris has pa paid for that game and expansions, Chris has played 871 hours. And that's nothing compared to my 1,300 hours in that game. And I didn't play in the first year. So uh, yeah. the, the ROI on that, even with all the expansions, is, is, uh, is, is infinitely uh, better than just about any other game. It's not and just without a friendships too, right? Yeah. Like, like our, our core um, raid group, like, like in our, uh, our Destiny clan, like we, we have a group chat that has, is active every day like every day like we it might we might talk about like today george you know how to uh interview good luck george by the way I'm gonna give you some Thank good you. mojo on uh the podcast here um you know and we like wished him well like and like sometimes it's just that like a lot of times it's like destiny stuff but like that is a group of friends like we have been um for like what three solid years in a row man like been on there like and it feels like you know it's been six months, you know, sometimes like where it's like, Oh shit. Like it's really been that long that we've <laughs> played together. But like, like, you know, like, when you get a game like that, it's not for everybody admittedly, but like that, I think that's the power of the, like that type of game is that like your friendships, like you, you keep up with each other, like outside of that, like it's kind of the conduit for, uh, for your friendship. So. Yeah. And that's why I agree. Like the first one, cause I remember I had leg surgery on my ankle, uh, four times on my ankle and they still haven't fixed it. And I remember we played Destiny 1 and crossed over and was the same group of guys. I loved it. Even today, I still text with three of the guys. The rest of the group kind of disappeared. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I used to love playing Destiny with them and, and, and the weekly events and, and everything. Yeah, it was fun. And then everybody just kind of fell off when it became more and more expensive. Since you have all four consoles, like, mm -hmm. buddy, like... You're, the price of admission is zero dollars. Like, if you want to check it out, like that's the. Oh no, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have no problem checking it out. Yeah. Have to work my magic, get some DLC. Sweet. Um, Adam, uh, launch week game plan. What, like, what, what are we doing, buddy? I, uh, I have a feeling I, I know the answer to this, but prove Wait, me wrong. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Valhalla. I mean, yeah, that's part of it. Gotta get my Viking on. <laughs> uh, so my main thing is, again, I've been working through Witcher 3, so playing with zero low time sounds fun. So there's some stuff I'm going to look at that's old stuff that's um, been enhanced, right? So I really want to finish Squadron with the new enhancement. That stuff looks cool. Uh, I'm playing a lot of Watch Dogs Legion right now, and playing that game with zero low times also sounds really fun. Uh, so I'm going to be Ubisofting it up. Uh, that week for sure and just looking at everything that has an enhancement day one i'll probably be dipping into a little bit because i'm day i'm off the day i'm off on wednesday next week 
Um, but then I'm off the week after that, the full week. So that's when I'll really get into it. Give me but your yeah, right uh, now, Witcher DLC soft. impressions, buddy. Like real that's quick. Yeah, like, Blood and Wine. But I mean, so Blood and Wine, <laughs> I think has the better area. Like you know, obviously, like the setting. But I prefer the like Hearts of Stone story personally. Like I, I thought it was no, like crazy. I like tragedy, like right, <laughs> like so. I think that's what I enjoyed about it. Um, mm-hmm. I thought bottom one was a lot of fun, like like you know, like that that was like pure like fun. But um, but Hearts of Stone, like I thought, like like you know, just the tragedy of that was good. Here's the, yeah, no. First of all, all that game's great. So like we're we're nitpicking here because that entire game's great. Hearts of Stone is very cool. I definitely like that. Um, I didn't like uh, what's his name, the main dude, <laughs> the dude with the heart of stone. Oh Von yeah, Everick. Von Everick, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll give it to you, Chris. Um, that fucking wedding quest is one of the best quests in the game, dude. Yeah, and it came out of nowhere. Like, like you're just like, you know, because like so much of that is like very serious, and so like, yeah, that's a nice little respite. And um, you know, without going too far into the beats, like um, G- Gunder Odin, like you meet him in like the first tavern you go into in the game unless they patched him because i just i restarted the fucking game um and he's there i was on vacation yeah and he's there and like it's like a throwaway thing where you're like this guy's kind of weird totally forget about him and like you know here he is like he's the he's the key to the whole thing so that's kind of cool yeah but blood and wine you could own a vineyard and fight vampires so let's go and you have a pimp ass and they're french they're so fucking french yeah it's a good time but yeah no ubisoft playing some of those old enhanced games and then just waiting for stuff to come out. More Apex. Apex season seven. Let's go. Yeah. Apex. uh, Yeah. I was going to say that would be my other guess uh, for you. Um, Just because like, you know, uh, it seems like the type of game, I don't know this, like uh, hopefully would have launch day support, like, cause they've just been on top of it um, for, I believe that there it's, uh, it gets upscaled. They said there's going to be a next gen version next year, but right now it's like, it'll look prettier, but it's the same until we work on it more. Hopefully they can hit 120 FPS on that. Hell yeah. Let's go. Again, they could do that. Clicking heads, everybody. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, But George, how about you, man? Launch week lineup. Oh man. So, uh, I don't know yet, honestly. I probably should decide that fairly soon. Uh, definitely going to be playing a shit ton of Destiny. Uh, I, I took a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off. Um, you know, so I'll be playing, uh, uh, you know, an unhealthy amount of video games. Uh, you know, I was debating on taking off Tuesday, but seeing as I don't know exactly when my console is going to arrive, didn't want to sell myself short, you know, and take vacation, and it, and it arrives at 4 o'clock, you know? So, fuck it. Um, but definitely going to be playing Destiny. I am managing to get a a uh, a PS5. So, but I don't know if I want to pick up Demon Souls yet. I I kind of want to pick it up side by side with you, Chris. I, I, you know, I I don't I don't want to take on that game by my damn self. Um, so I might I might hold off until you get your hands on one. I'm hoping uh, like launch day. Like, there's all kinds of plans today announced from like online yeah. retailers. So I feel good. Like, if I can invest the help, like you know, and and some of y'all like on launch day like which is friday like that week um so won't compete with the xbox like um i feel like i could probably get i have a shot at getting one so but yeah go yeah. ahead so yeah definitely uh still a little bit unsure i might just be playing more like prior ps5 games because you know they're gonna look so much better you know I, I missed out on so many hdr and all that kind of stuff from from having a regular ps4 um so but definitely gonna be demon souls i am 
I really want to pick up uh, Valhalla because, you know, they're not charging 70 bucks, so fucking cool for them, um, which is great. And I love Viking lore in general. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in, in a while, and th this could be the one. Um, so it, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. But um, I've been holding off because I don't know what game share is going to look like. So I haven't, I don't know if I buy things physical or digital. So I'm going to be buying things on launch day. Um, you know, fortunately, me and the buddy that do Xbox game share are, are both getting a, a Series X. Um, but I kind of want to see how that's going to work out, you know, um, before I make a call. New games for 30 bucks is a lot better than paying 60. So. 100%. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you. I'm going to be playing Destiny 2 probably exclusively like launch week. Um, like Tuesday, like I took off. So I know like the expansion doesn't launch, uh, I think, as you pointed out, to like what, four o'clock or so, like on Tuesday. Yeah. You could pre download it though. So some people are going to pre download it, transfer it to the. It's just a fucking mess, bro. I think I'm just going to, I just wait yeah, until but... it all. Right. assuming my console you know who knows when this thing's going to show up but assuming it, it shows up um early enough that i can actually do something else like i'll probably like I've, I've restarted witcher so i'll probably like play a couple hours on that just to like enjoy um like some of the load times but mostly destiny 2 launch week and then um you know uh i would say like if i can get my hands on a ps5 like i will alternate probably exclusively between uh demon souls and um destiny for uh, for a while like miles morales like to me like feels like a good christmas game like that's the type of game i'm gonna buy like when i go home in charleston and we're there for a couple weeks like a good game to download because i can like put in a little bit of time here they'll probably be on sale honestly by that point yeah. like knowing sony like 10 bucks off or whatever like you know I pick it up like black friday i could see it i could see it being 10 bucks off oh, Ubis ubisoft is black friday special yeah yeah Amazing. but uh, but like it's the type of game like when i'm you even up there with like my folks like they'll they'll enjoy you know like if I'm, if I'm playing downstairs on the big tv like enjoying like uh watching it's been great to watch my parents like um i told the story you know before about uncharted like so recently on vacation same thing with witcher 3 um they just sat down like in the hotel and like were watching me like it was like a movie and something that doesn't impress me like it was just it was it, it floored me to be like yeah, so this is like a eighty hour game. Like if you're hoping to see the conclusion of this story, like I don't want to disappoint you, but there's a lot of shit like that happens between now and like the end of the story. But um yeah. So uh just as an extra little um you know, pinprick at my 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 brother since he uh refuses to listen to the podcast, I think um, you know, availability pending like my wife and I have talked about uh today um getting him a series x like are uh, splitting the cost of my parents for for christmas so there you go kyle if you would just listen to the podcast you would know that you have a next gen console coming for christmas hell yeah um so uh Get it together kyle come on yeah that's right somebody mark the, the the date and time of this so that like i can uh give him shit i guess on uh christmas day and be like hey man like <laughs> if you just supported your brother's podcast you would know um <laughs> So yeah, that brings us to the end, guys. Next week, I look forward to talking more like PlayStation. Um, I'm assuming from like a lot of the podcasts that are PlayStation uh, centric, um, aka PS, I love you, XOXO, and beyond. Um, delayed to Friday this week. That probably means that there's an embargo for PlayStation reviews for tomorrow. I would assume. Um, 
that's not an accident that the two placed it playstation centric podcasts that i listen to are, are pushed to friday when they normally come out earlier so um hopefully we'll have some news on that um i don't anticipate any surprises i imagine that it's going to be also a glowing review and i think it's fucking cool that we're less than a week away from console um launches so um anybody want to plug anything before we go cam newton's gonna light it up fins up baby Spoiler alert, Boba lives. Oh, yeah. What the hell um, is that? Yeah, we should probably do a longer spoiler alert in the edit, Adam, if you could remember uh, the time stamp. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so I, you know, what the hell was that? we could quickly, quickly, like three or four minutes uh, talk Mandalorian if you, if you guys want. Otherwise, we can. Oh, that, I thought you were talking about that little white monkey thing on uh, Netflix. Okay. Yeah, my my daughter watches it all day, and I'm like, "What the fuck, it does? She can't watch it anymore." Okay, never mind. No, we're good. <laughs> uh, so, has everyone here seen The Mandalorian? Yes, except Bobby, because we know he's not going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I, both. I, I want to because I hear alive. good things, but I don't know what a bubble is. So, Boba, Boba, I don't know what a bubble. Bubba, Um. So, Boba, I. I have conflicting feelings about this. Like, um, I think it's cool that he's alive. Like, I hope they they don't squander that like uh, storyline. I, I I'm kind of disappointed because they telegraphed it with the armor. I was on the lookout, like from the time I saw that armor, like you know that's Boba Fett's armor. It's fucking Tatooine. He's like, oh, I got it. You know, uh, whatever bullshit story you made up. I'm like, yeah, it's Boba Fett's armor. So I feel like it would have been more impactful if like. It hadn't been that armor like ahead of the, the reveal but you could also make the argument and i'm willing to concede that it built sort of like anticipation and suspense so the payoff was kind of good because you were like all right man like I, I know i know uh you know he's around here somewhere or it's gonna come out at some point um so i wasn't surprised as much but like i guess maybe the an- anticipation was a little was, better, was there any indication that was him because like i didn't know so here's the thing right okay all right, it is not. We're not a hundred percent that it's him. Here's why. Don't forget that Django Fett was was the clone. You know, yep. he was uh, he was the model for the clone for the entire clone troop. And if you watch the the TV show, right? If you if if you know anything about the Mandalorian this season, you know that several characters from uh, the cartoons, Rebels and Clone Wars, are expected to make their debut. Ahsoka, right? Ahsoka, uh, Sabine. Um, so. If you if you pay if you've watched those cartoons, I don't know if you guys have. There are a couple of clones who you know removed their chips, who you know were on the good guys, who played very pivotal roles throughout that show and are still alive, uh, being Rex and Echo. Rex is one of the clones that is bald, just like the the Boba Fett, which is the same actor that played Jango. So he, he could be Boba Fett. He could be one of the clones too. Um, and, and that is one of the areas where that, that clone was, I think it's most likely Boba Fett. But one, one thing to know is that the, the, the actor Tamora Robinson, he's like 60 years old and just off of star Wars timeline, Boba Fett would be just about 40. Um, so he is much older. It, it could be like, look, Boba Fett got fucked up in that Sarlacc. Sarlacc. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he looks all messed up. But, um, the clones, Rex, they had the accelerated aging, so he, you know, that would explain and fit why he's significantly older. 
now the, the bulk, you know, the, the character that we saw looked very hard and then like, like, you know, rough around the edges. It didn't look as friendly as, as a Rex from the TV show. So it probably is Boba Fett. Um, but a lot of questions, man. Why did he let go of his armor? You know, what, you know, what, what the hell, what's going on? Is he going to be like an anti-hero, a good guy? Uh, are they going to, are they going to fight? I don't know. Listen, uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni have done an excellent job with the show. They deserve uh, the benefit of the doubt for, and, and I, I trust that they're going to do and, and handle this well. Um, but I'm excited, you know. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I could, I could see it being a little bit of anticlimactic at them showing it, you know, with, you know, Cobb Vance's character. But we kind of all knew that Boba Fett was going to show up in some fashion, anyways. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of happy it happened in the first episode man ripped the bandit off it was a big big reveal just like baby yoda last last season um I, i'm all for it man let's fucking go yeah it's the quality the like hell just happened to this podcast it, it's it's so funny because like we're like the <laughs> you know the sequel like trilogy like has been like hotly debated like people pretty universally like the mandalorian so it gives me faith as like a star wars fan that like you know, uh, we're all able to rally around this one thing where like people seem to, for the most part, like really enjoy it. You know um, what I want more than anything? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say Adam and Zach, like, let's go. Uh, in. What I want, right, is so they're obviously doing another um, another movie series. I would, I would, you know, it's just a matter of when. So it's going to be awesome if whatever at the end of the Mandalorian, he's able to hand baby Yoda off in this new movie series is whatever 20 years in the future or something in like you mandalorians in the movie or something or they're just somewhere and doesn't have to be a mandalorian but like and then like this yoda dude comes out and saves them as like uh whatever i know they age very differently but like as a teenager for whatever that would be or whatever or an, an, an older person like i feel like that'd be like a holy shit Almost like when fucking Thor came through the thing and punched Hulk in the Avengers and everyone was like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like they could have that moment if they introduce him and the crowd would lose their mind because everyone's obsessed with Baby Yoda. Yeah, I mean, make make no mistake. Like, if there's one company that knows how to synergize, like, their property and, like, build these webs that can intersperse and get people excited, like, it's fucking Disney. Like, they, they're, they're everything is being done with great intention uh right now as far as like the star wars property like the the sequel trilogy uh, that we recently got notwithstanding um I, you know what i feel like this series is gonna the series not not the season but i think this series is gonna have a tragic ending a sad ending you think he's gonna uh, die i don't know i i i i don't i don't i don't think it's gonna have a happy ending i mean i i don't know unless they retcon the the sequel trilogy because you know where are these characters there? You know, like wait. So when does this take place again? After five years after Return of the Jedi. So presumably twenty-five years before the Force Awakens, uh, roughly. So I mean, there I have a feeling it's gonna have a tragic ending. But and if you do, if you can pull off a good tragic ending with Baby Yoda and Mand and the Mandalorian, you will get. I mean, you're gonna get a lot of emotion, but you're gonna get a lot of interest and, and discussion if you do that right um you know that's that's how you get people into star wars because there are so many people that are fans of this show that don't care about star wars because of mandalorian and baby yoda connection my wife yeah lo yeah loves it. Like, like so many people that are like 
don't haven't seen a damn thing about Star Wars, but they're in this show. Um, and if you, you know, so how do you retain those into other projects? Yeah, yeah, you got to end this one with a bang and keep people wanting more, wanting the next. Proof thing. positive: If you do Star Wars right and you don't tether everything like to like Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, and, like, all that yeah, stuff, dude. you can have those Easter eggs for the fans, right? Like where people appreciate and know stuff. Well, I've had no idea who that was at the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, it's Boba Fett. And she's like, oh, the guy with the jetpack. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, who is he again? I'm like, yeah, he's a bounty hunter. <laughs> I'm like, he's the most overrated character in all of Star Wars. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Like, Touch your fucking mouth, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like, it's proof positive that you can like tell a standalone story in this universe yeah. because it's rich with like creatures and places and, you know, and, and, the, the sky's the limit like if you could just have a little bit of uh faith you know in the um in the universe and not so much like the stuff that's come before yeah. another another good star wars news real quick just uh to shuffle this in here is um jedi fallen order is going to um, game path? uh yeah ea play or whatever like that oh, yeah. so through through get, yeah game yeah path. so pretty much it'll be on game path, so yeah but that's awesome that's a huge yeah, no get. excuse to play that game if you haven't already good stuff um be yeah, adam oh did you like the episode yeah i mean i'm the biggest star wars guy in the room so even more than george yeah george i've watched <laughs> rebels and clone wars multiple times i know all about sabine Relax. oh <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, i'm messing with you uh, i'm wait you know <laughs> dude i'm just saying the fact that I mean, we're getting deep into it, but Dave Filoni understands Star Wars as good as George Lucas and him and John Favreau are making these shows. Like, let's go. I'm excited that, again, people who don't like Star Wars can enjoy it. There's things for the fans. Like, no one knows what the fucking Darksaber is, but, you know, that's a really big fucking deal. I don't know. It's, I think it's great. It was a fun action uh, episode, and we get to see him every week. And there's there's deep lore stuff if you care, but if not, it's a cool story about a, a man taking care of his son yeah, out in the galaxy it's a good time i love it and Dude. let me tell you man that the all my friends that have watched the show and have not have no clue about star wars let me tell you how fucking they're how excited they were when i was explaining boba fett and the dark saber to them like how like whoa you mean this has the power to control all of the mandalorians and i'm like it used to i don't know now you know um <laughs> but yeah man it's Fuck, man, Kathleen Kennedy better be fucking, I don't know, man, uh, like serving them breakfast every fucking day. Like she better hold on to, to what these guys are doing, you know, Filoni and, and Favreau, because, God, they're single handedly carrying this, this franchise right now. Well, they they brought back like so the original vibe of like, you know, like Star Wars was supposed to be like like George Lucas grew up with like the serial serialized like adventure stories right like when he was um a kid so uh, like it had that kind of feel of like it was like almost like pop fiction right like pop sci-fi um so like you know when you look at like the original cantina back uh and like you know og like new hope um i like that they brought that back like it has that like kind of adventure of the week feel to it with like an overarching plot that like makes it like a fun show to watch like week to week but also like as a collective season so i um i hope they keep that direction man like they they've they nailed the tone of like you know of what they're going for just like i I hope they don't jump the shark you know like the um like just don't fucking jump the shark like you don't need to tweak too much like people know what you know they're they're uh um connecting to it now like just don't try to fucking 
outsmart yourselves with this. How long do you think it should run? Should they pull a Breaking Bad and only go like five seasons? Yeah, at most four or five seasons. Like, there's no reason to go. You're on mute, George. Give me four tops. I could see a fifth because they're only eight eight uh, episodes long. Um, but uh, yeah, man, just just don't milk this shit, man. Just give me this story. You know, I hope they already have a vision. I think they already have a vision of how they want to like make this look over the three, four seasons or so. Don't milk it. Give me a good story. Um, I think how this season ends will give us a lot of insight as to what they what they uh, plan to do because uh, the expectation that they've set is that this season is going to have a ton of development of the story um, that you didn't have so much of last season. You know, like I didn't. I know the first episode didn't seem that way because it was. It seemed like you know their side quest of killing another dragon and there was a lot of that last season they, they said that that were, you, you weren't going to see so much of that so if they start going through the story man if they start adding these characters in it it's gonna it's gonna set the pace you know for you star wars fans whose is this uh good this old gonna... uh, good old mace windu's lightsaber oh my god no is that is that um hold on spin it um, that way is Revens. that um what's his face uh dooku is that the remade one oh, from ray this isn't dooku man dooku's is curved and no man oh no, no, no disgustingly yeah. off and it's so sad this is Vader. Darth vader's fucking lightsaber man ah uh, of no. course <laughs> yeah, i guess i never looked at the hilt really but uh yeah you're i can right. by the activator i was like man the so activator dooku, looks familiar, dooku uh, is curved but it also isn't asajj ventress like hers are curved too maybe that's why yeah, i was thinking yeah. She's got yeah. yeah okay that's that's why like because anyway i digress well that does it for this week ladies and gentlemen bobby is uh fast asleep in his chair there all the star wars talk um i'm kidding he, he uh he's not he but i wouldn't be surprised and um yeah it's been a great week uh this time next week like i said hopefully most of us if not all of us will have some hands-on experience with next gen we'll talk a little more uh playstation heavy i think just to be fair and it's been our pleasure as always until then have a good week and a good weekend go pat's easy to insane. go dolphins baby pat's going to the bottom <laughs> <laughs>